China has now set mandatory group quarantines for incoming travelers amid fears of a resurgence of COVID-19 from imported cases. This comes alongside stark economic numbers from the first two months of the year. We get the latest from our deputy director in Beijing, Li Peizhang. From the U.S.-China Business Council in Washington, D.C., I'm Ian Hutchinson, and this is the China Business Minute. Li Peizhang is our deputy director in Beijing. Li Pei, welcome back. Hello, everyone. This is Li Pei. I hope you are all doing well and stay healthy. All right. So what do you have for us this week? So today I would like to give you some um, updates on the coronavirus development on the ground, as well as China's economy indications. So first, let me start with the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. I guess we're in a little bit bitter and sweet situation right now because um, we've seen single digital growth number for newly confirmed local cases. But we also continuously are seeing increasing threat from travelers, especially through Beijing and Shanghai International Airports. So starting on March 16th, Beijing imposed mandatory group quarantine measures for all international travelers who are either directly or indirectly arrived in Beijing, no matter if a person has symptoms or not. And within the 14 hours after these being imposed, Six imported confirmed cases were announced. So now it is unclear if China would follow um, the other countries' path to impose international travel bans, but certainly international travels are not encouraged. And domestic audience are also increasingly concerned about the global, global situation and how that would impact China domestic epidemic control. Okay, so how about the economy? I, I know the news has not been particularly good. So we've seen uh, these days China released its national statistic, uh, statistics for January and February. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, those economic indicators are not looking good. Right. The rates on industrial production, retail sales, fixed asset investment are all decreased by two digital numbers year to year in January to February from the growth rate in last December. And this represents the largest two-month drop on record. The exports are also significantly impacted due to the lack of production and also the global demand decreasing. The third pillar is foreign, uh, direct, um, the foreign directed investment. So according to the statistics, the actual utilized FDI in February dropped by more than 25%. Right. So most of companies have not returned to the normal operations and uh, global economy is also in a challenging situation under the current virus situation. So those numbers are not too surprisingly to me. China is still struggling in finding the fine balance between boosting economy and epidemic control in major cities, especially. And with increasing number of zero infections growth at city level across the country, the operation will be soon picked up in these areas. But increasing FDI confidence and domestic consumption will be a long-term homework for Chinese government to think about. So against this background, Premier Li Keqiang uh, held a meeting last week and urged Chinese government at all levels to further deepen economic reforms and opening up to rebuild confidence for trade and investment. 
Mofcom and NDRC, the two major stakeholders for foreign business community, should take immediate actions to further reduce negative list for foreign investment. And expanding the encouraged list for foreign investment with more attractive economic incentives for reinvestment in China market, and those incentives should be on the tax refund for important、uh, imported、uh, self-used machines and equipment, which has been in place for many years. The epidemic control is actually an open question to all governments globally. It presents certainly significant challenges, but also this could provide opportunities to reassess individuals' governance. I guess finding the right tool to achieve tangible outcome will help retain the level of confidence from business community and also the people from the country. USBC will continue to be a thought leader in strengthening the bilateral commercial ties for business community between US and China, and we will do this continuously through our proactive engagement with Chinese and US government, and to address companies' concerns in a constructive and balanced manner. We are going to rule out our third member company's feedback collection. In addition to address companies' immediate concerns regarding reopen and return to normal operation, we will also focus on mid-term and long-term issues on business environment, as well as bilateral negotiation on trade and investment. We also launched a USBC Phase One portal last Thursday on our website, and we are aiming to track over 150 commitment after two years negotiation. And we hope these will be faithfully implemented, which will bring significant benefits to improve bilateral relations in the long run. And we certainly welcome all of your feedback.、Uh, so please go to our website and check it out. Absolutely, we will include a link to that phase one tracker in the show notes to make it easier for people to find. With all that,、uh, it will conclude my remarks today. I will be very happy to talk to you again in two weeks. All right, thanks so much, Li Pei. Again, Li Pei Zhang is our deputy director in Beijing. The China Business Minute is a production of the U.S. China Business Council, and you can learn more about our work on our website, uschina.org. If you like the show, please do leave us a rating, a review, and go ahead and forward the show to a colleague or two. If you enjoy it, they probably will as well. If you have any feedback on the show, feel free to share it with me. My email is ihutchinson@uschina.org, and I'll include that in the show notes as well. Hopefully, you are all staying well and healthy. Thank you for listening, and we will be back next week.